And he tells me I am his own And the joy we share as we tarry there None other has ever Well, I come to the garden alone While the dew, it's still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my ear The Son of God disclosed With me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other Let's thank the Lord for everybody that served us today. They're all over, man. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Miss Karen. That's a beautiful song, lady, right there. That's still one of the number ones. Amen? Nice. Praise the Lord. Hey, she, she deserves that every once in a while. We need to do that. Amen. Thank you. Let's go to the Word this morning. If it's your first time with us, I'll use that big screen. I usually uh, try to preach out of my life. What does that mean? Don't you preach out of the Bible? Of course we preach out of the Bible. I just don't use a lot of illustrations from somebody else's life because I've lived plenty of life. And every week's an adventure for me. I met some people out front after the communion today. It's just funny how God works in people's lives. It's one lady, new today, drove probably 20 miles to get here. Prayed for somebody at work. Need a new employee. And she wanted a Christian. Well, she got somebody from our church. Been there a year. Always telling her about church and what we did on Sunday here and how we're doing. So she's listening to this for a year. Wanted to come but didn't. Told her that I was from North Carolina and she happens to be from North Carolina. So then... Her husband, 20 miles from here, works with somebody that comes to our church. Another job, another situation. So he's telling about our church. And, uh, but they didn't come. Isn't it funny how things work out? And then her son is doing his air conditioning job and gets in the truck. And somebody that had had the truck previously before him doing the AC jobs had it on the radio station that we have. And there's loudmouth me. So he calls his wife, apologizes to his wife, because I was telling him on the radio what a bum he was. And uh, long story short, they were all here today. See, that's a story. That's a real story. <laughs> How God works. Amen. Come on. It's just cool, man. And while I'm talking, 
I'm out there on the front, another young lady, after communion today. This ain't part of the message. It's just sort of fun stuff. And so I see her there. Looks like she might be 30, 35. I don't know. And uh, she waits patiently to talk to me. And uh, she said, did I hear you say you're from North Carolina? I said, I sure did. She said, well, so am I. I said, well, where are you from? And she named a place that's as tiny as you can get. Well, that's where my sister lives. And she's gone through some mess. And uh, then I asked her specifically where she lived. And she told me even further. And I mean, I, I mean I'm right there. And I'm just saying, it's sort of cool. Amen. When you get out there and talk to people, not just at church, but in your world, man, it just, you just get to talk and meet people and crazy stories. Is that true or not? Amen. So praise the Lord. Just good stuff. So that's how I preach generally. And uh, we're going to do it today. Let's just see what we can find for this brand new year. I've done lots of messages on vision. Can you say vision? Vision. I've done a lot of messages on vision. When you start a church in your house, you better have some vision. You know, but anybody can start a church. It really takes no sense. Many churches are started in anger. You know that, right? I don't like the way they did it, so I'm going to start me a church. Any nut can start a church. That's the truth. But to keep a church, to build it, to get it landed, it's about a 1% chance in 100 to do what we've seen the Lord do. That's why he gets all the credit. You understand that? He gets all the credit. But there were lots of times over the years we talked about vision because we were at the high school. And I like the high school. I would have been happy to stay at the high school forever. I would have been fine with that. I loved it. But every year we had to go and ask permission. And we did that for 12 and a half years. And I think we we're able to stay the 12 and a half years because they saw that we had a vision. They saw that we had a way out. You understand? Yes or no? Who would let somebody stay 12 and a half years in their building on Sunday morning? Can you imagine all the flack they probably took because of me? The school system. Yes or no? Do you imagine they probably did? But you know, I never heard none of it. God was with us all the way. Amen. But because we're at high school, we had vision. We had to get land. We did things that we did, and here we are today. Amen? And God gets all the credit. Let's thank Him for that. Lord, You've been good to us. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. That's the bottom line. How many of you were at at least one service with us at the high school? Let me see some hands. So everybody know I'm telling the truth. There you go. There we go. I loved it, though. Let's go to the message now. Vision. Vision. I'll be talking about it the next several weeks. Pastor Steve, last week. Knocked it out of the park. Hey, let's thank the Lord for Pastor Steve stepping in last week for us. Thank you, buddy. Amen. Thank you. So, I'm going to start today, and you, you can talk about vision to the cows come home. I want to see. I want God to give us some vision. Listen, until you start seeing what God sees, this is the cookies on the bottom shelf. If you want your life to be what your life can be, you need to see your life through the eyes of God. You need to see what God sees in you. God has plans for you. You matter to God. You have value. He gave His Son for you. To think that God doesn't care about you is the dumbest thing you could ever say. God loves you. He cares for you. We just don't know any better. I grew up in Rockingham, North Carolina. Hellraiser lost. I didn't know God loved me. I never heard God love me. I heard God's name cussed in my home. Never praised in my home. 
I never heard the story of Jesus in my home. To me, Jesus didn't exist. How do I even know him? Say, yes or no? I had no idea. But then Mama heard on TV, Billy Graham preaching, and then we went to church, and we were loved. And that country preacher who was a simple man, he got up in a, in a loving way, but strong. He preached that God loved me. He loved my mama. And so three weeks after coming, we both got saved. We both put our faith in Jesus Christ. What does that mean? We believe that Jesus died on the cross for us. He rose from the dead. We didn't know it. We didn't see it. We believed it. You understand? But I didn't grow up this way. I didn't grow up seeing what God sees. See, God saw me and God loved me. But I didn't see what God saw. I didn't see me as loved. I didn't see me as one who was a sinner going to hell and God didn't want me to and gave his son for me. I didn't see that. But when I heard it, even a hard heart like mine, the word of God got in me. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing the what? Word of God and faith was born in my heart. And I responded by putting my faith in Christ. Did not even know what I was doing. It came out of the Bible. He showed me the scriptures. And even though the hellraiser I was, and mean as a snake, I accepted that I was a sinner and I believed in Jesus Christ. It took me six months before I realized I wasn't saying GD anymore and F this. I didn't know, you know, until finally the Word of God started getting into my heart. Then I started seeing what God sees. There's a better way to use your mouth, Clark. There's a better way to talk, young man. You understand? And so my life has been a life of experiencing what God sees for me. Amen? We started the church years ago. People, I went to a reporter because I'm a big guy on getting the word out. Went to a reporter and I talked to her and told her what we were going to do for our first time in, at the church, at the high school. And her words to me was, great, that's all we need is another church in Inglewood. That's what her words were to me. You know? But little did I know, I could see something. Didn't know what I saw. It's not me taking credit. I'm just saying, when you see what God sees, it's a whole different ball game. You hear me or not? Say, yeah. And we're going to talk about it today. We're going to lay the cookies down and see where we can go in this series. So today's message, seeing the series, seeing what God sees. And today's title is this. Say it with me. Say it with me pretty loud. God has the best Vision. One more time. God has the best vision. Not only is he up here and he can see everything. Don't worry about that up here part because he is seeing everything before it happens. Knows everything. God is holy, holy, holy. You ain't, ain't, ain't. And he has the best vision. So if I can hook in to his vision, and I'm not talking cuckoo stuff, flopping like a chicken, giving you money to the church and turning it into multi-million. I ain't talking about none of that mess. I'm talking about taking what's written in the Word of God, taking it as your own, and saying, this is what God says, this is what God sees, and I'm going to believe it. And this is what I'm going to do. Okay? So that's where we're going here. And let's see, what, let's see how far we can make it. Probably ain't going to make it far. God has the best vision. Ready to roll, Raj? 
Say that verse with me. It's a verse I've used for many, many years. We put it on little frames. How many have this verse framed at how, at your house? Good. Great. We're going to have more of them out there. Dina, please get those. We'll try to have them for free, just in a little frame. Say that verse with me. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law, happy is he. You know what that scripture is basically saying? You don't have vision, you ain't got nothing. You just got a life that's dead and dying. But if you keep the law, that's the Bible. When you believe God's Word and you believe what God says, now that is true happiness. And you'll find it. You will find that true happiness as you see what God sees. Amen. I know I might sound a little kooky, but stay with me. I believe you're going to buy right into it because it's going to be right from the Scriptures. So what is vision? I usually teach, when, I, when I preach, I use two things. I use an old black Bible, and I use an old Webster's Dictionary. And I, I preach out of the King James. I like it. That's what I was saved at, that little country church. And I don't fuss at you about what you use. Don't fuss at me. Okay. And I like words sometimes that I don't totally understand because it makes me look them up. It makes me dig a little bit. And I'm a hard-headed sucker. So this helps me. So what does Webster say about vision? Well, it's a sense of sight. Well, that's obvious. But wait a minute. Supernatural apprehension. What? Okay. That got my attention. Supernatural apprehension. Vision. Foresight. We might would say that, right? Vision is foresight. But that's supernatural apprehension even in Webster. Keep looking. What's a visionary? Maybe I could learn there. Well, it's interesting. Fanciful. A person who's a visionary is often deemed as, oh, he's just fanciful. You know, he's a little out there. Visionary. What's another one? Wait a minute, look at that one. Apprehended by supernatural means. Now, wait a minute. So, vision, hmm, supernaturally something happens. And then over here, visionaries, you're apprehended. Can you say apprehended? Apprehended by supernatural means. We're not talking UFO stuff here. Visionary is somebody who is called unreal. Over the years when we were doing this church and this building, had many people that quit. And that's life. Quitters quit. And uh, didn't think we could do it. At times, I didn't think we could do it. I thought it was unreal. But when you see what God sees, and you go by His principles, and you stay steady. Say steady. Steady. Might be a long time. But it'll come to pass. You just got to keep believing, man, and working and doing. Amen. But that's what a lot of people say about a vision. They're unreal. Oh, here's one. An impractical person. Just another word for lunatic. Okay, a visionary. That's not practical. It's not very practical. Well, last time I checked with God, all things are possible. Last time I checked, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Last time I checked. Visionary. There it is. Dreamer. 
The boy's a dreamer. The girl's a dreamer. So we're talking about vision today. What are we learning so far? Well, we talked a little bit about vision, but I need to get the cookies down to me. What does vision mean to me? Based on Webster's, based on the Bible. Webster ain't wrong. But let's take both. Let's look at common sense and biblical sense and put them together and see what vision is. Here's what vision is to me. It's my definition. It's to see supernaturally by supernatural means through being what? Apprehended by a supernatural God. Now, some of you may have seen this before because I've done messages on it, but let's, let's say it out loud. Vision, what is it? Here it is. Say it. To see supernaturally by supernatural means through being apprehended by a supernatural God. So vision. God says, without vision, people are perishing. But he that keeps my word, happy is he. Amen? So that's what, so now let's go down even, let's bring the cookies down a little lower. Something you can leave with today in just a bit. Before we get there, we'll finish this though. Vision to me, it's seeing dreams become reality. Even though they seem unreal, impractical, and fanciful. I used Webster to get my definition a little bit. You hear me? Say that with me. It's seeing dreams become what? Even though they what? Seem impractical and fanciful. Let's take a little test. Let's take a little test. How many, when you were younger, or somewhere in your life, sometime in your life, you dreamed, you dreamed of coming to Florida and being able to live in Florida? Let me see some hands. You dreamed of it. You dreamed of it. Let's thank the Lord because the dream came true. Come on. It came true. That's the truth. How many with the hands up, how many thought it would never happen? It's not possible. I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm just giving, that's just one little thing. That's just one little thing. How about this? How many? I'm just going, we're going to talk a little bit. How about you were in a marriage and you were treated like dirt. Something happened in your life. That was horrible. And you thought, you thought, you wouldn't make it through that. You just, there's no way you could make it through that. But you have now made it through that. Let me see some hands. You're just going to be honest with me. I made it through that. And my hand's up with you. <laughs> see, that's some vision, guys. That was your dream. Okay, let's go one step further. You went through that pain, that hurt, but not only did you make it through that, but your dream, your dream was to be with somebody who actually cared about you, that you mattered to, that were honest and caring about you, and you, you saw that come to pass. Can I see some hands? Say, I saw that happen, Pastor. I saw that happen. And, and how many didn't believe it could happen? Let me see some hands. I didn't believe it could happen. I didn't believe people were out there like on the planet still. Because, see, when we don't see as God sees, we see... Like we have been, what things we've been through. I was born in Rockingham. I grew up like this. Mama 
cussed daddy, daddy cussed mama, mama cheated on daddy. There was no God in the home. This was my experience. And see, without a vision from God, without Him supernaturally apprehending me, how am I ever going to see, man? How am I ever going to change? And that's what God does. Y'all hear me? Just a couple of things, like just to get us thinking. So now let's go plain English. Let's just go with a real simple definition that I think we all can understand. So vision to me is this. Say it loud. Come on. Vision is seeing what God sees. Say it pretty loud. Come on. You ain't going to get this if you don't talk to me. Vision is what? One more time. Vision is what? And most of us never get there in life, guys. I was 49 years old before I knew I mattered. I was 49 years old. I'm not saying I wasn't saved. I was saved. I'd been a preacher for almost all that time. Gary, how could you not know you mattered? Well, because I wasn't seeing with supernatural eyes. I was seeing with natural eyes. I was putting all my cookies in one basket. I wanted to see love from one person. And so when that didn't happen, and I was abandoned, listen, there went love. But see, that was Gary seeing. God loved me all the time. He loved me with a what kind of love? Everlasting love. He's always loved me. And so during that pain, because God had blessed me in my life, I had Scripture, I was able to see, Gary Clark, you matter to me. You matter to me. Man, if everybody turned tails and run on you. And that's what I thought, too. I thought the church would just fold. Why wouldn't it? Say, who wants to go hear a guy like me? But God says to me, you matter to me. If that's all you got, son, you got plenty. Amen? But through that process, when I saw that I mattered to him, that I was valued by him, I started to see that you love me. I started to see through God's eyes, not Gary's eyes. We look through broken glasses. Y'all hear me or not? Say, we look through pain. We can't see through the rain because of the pain. But when you can see what God sees, I started to see that you loved me. Before I saw you loved me, I saw Elise loved me. And I saw Mitch loved me. And I started getting strength in me. Y'all hearing me or not? Say. But it was all built on the fact that God loved me. And if you've heard me talk like this before, good. You need to hear it again. I'm going to pound it into your head. Say, I matter. I have value. Loud. Come on. I matter. I have value. I didn't know that until I was 49. And now that's something that God sees. You see me? Yes or no? That's a lot more, that's more valuable to me than any money I'd ever have. That God loves me. That now, and with that, I, I saw people in town that loved me. I thought of my family that loves me. I got to see my mama in heaven again. Not literally, but I know she's in heaven and she loves me and she's proud of me. Do you see what can happen when you see as God sees? Yes or no? When we've had pain, when we have the loss of a loved one. God wants us to see what He sees. 
He sees them alive. He sees them happy. Yes or no? When you lose your husband, I can't be happy again. I've lost my husband. Why not see what God sees? He sees them dancing. They're happy. They're living forever. See what He sees, man. You seeing how this works or not? You lose a job. Y'all brokenhearted. Maybe you'll start seeing how good you got it with the little the little things of life. You hear me or not? Say. I prayed with a man this morning. Jeff Clemens, are you here? Wave at me if you're here. Jeff, this morning, he's in the shower, and thanks God for water. When's the last time you've even done that? Think about it. I ain't done it. I ain't done it. I'm griping. I got to take one. Are you hearing me today? Are you hearing me today? Seeing what God sees. And I know I'm taking time, Rog. We did it in the first service. See, I need to see what God sees because God's God and I ain't. I see what Gary sees. Guys, I'm not saying you don't look at the struggle. How are you going to get through the struggle if you don't deal with it? Okay, I'm not saying that. But I am saying you need the Lord. You need to be apprehended supernaturally by a supernatural God so you can see the real world. See what God sees. Amen? I'm happy, guys. I'm happy. I'm happy. I couldn't see me ever being with somebody else. Ever. Ever. But I am. God had a girl named Kim who was hurt. Hurt worse than me. With two little girls who needed a daddy. And guess who was available? I couldn't see me being a father again. Guess what? I am. So what? I am because that's what God has for me. You understand or not? God's got great plans for your life. God's supernatural. I'm not. I need to see through His eyes in my life. For me to see what God sees, I say it with me, I must see through eyes of what? See, otherwise you just see through your eyes. Your eyes ain't eyes of faith. Your eyes are your eyes. You see what you see. And therefore you believe what you believe. What is going to be... You're always going to do that unless you have something to believe in. And that's who we have in Jesus Christ. And we have His Word. His promises are T-R-U-E. His promises are true. And believe them. You start seeing what God sees. Eyes of faith. How do I get eyes of faith, preacher? Well, they're born through, guess what? Say it with me. They're born through what? Hearing. And then believing what God says is truth. You don't see. Faith does not come through seeing. Faith comes through hearing. Yes or no? It comes through hearing. I hear God's word. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Either it's true or it's a lie. I choose to see it God's way. 
God chose to love me. He chose to give His Son to die on a cross for me. Jesus did that. You see what you want to see. I'm going to see it this way. See the difference? Yes or no? Seeing what God sees. I'm loved by God. Yeah, but you bald-headed. Good! He loves my bald head. He loves me. I see God proud of me. Not that I'm the greatest ever. No, but I think God is proud of me. Proud of me. Being here this morning, standing up, teaching His Word. You might not be proud of me, but you know what? I bet you, through eyes of faith, most of you are too. See how that works, yes or no? We can see that negative or we can see that positive. And I choose to live this way. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. Faith. Faith is the substance of things what? Say it with me. Hope for. It's the evidence of things not what? Faith is not seeing. Faith is believing. Faith is believing. Yes or no? Faith is believing. I'm going to make it out of this hole. I can do it. God's going to help me. That's, that's believing. When other people tell you you can't, for by it the elders obtained a good report through faith we understand. Here's, here's one. Look at this one. Through faith we understand. Say it with me. That the what? Worlds were framed by the what? Word of God. Keep reading. So that things which are what? Seen, are, which are seen, were not made of things which appear. What does that mean? We've got the dumbest people teaching our kids in universities and high schools all across the country and around the world who believe that something blew up. Something, some little something, blew up. Big bang, whatever. And here we are. How stupid. People want to believe what they see. They don't want to have faith to believe that we, you, me, we're fearfully and wonderfully made. You have your own DNA. See, science is, science is catching up with the Bible now. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You have your own DNA. Period. Period. You have your own retina in your eye. Individual to you. You matter to God. He formed you in, his, in your mother's womb. That's what the Bible says. Are y'all hearing me or not? You might believe the lie of evolution. I'm going to tell you right now, it's because you're not bright. Excuse me. If it's your first time hearing me, I know you're like, I went to that church to a man and said I wasn't bright. Well, if you can come blow something up in front of me and turn it into a, about a 70-inch flat screen TV for my living room, I'll apologize. But until you can blow that crap up and make something, don't tell me that's how I was made. I'm going to believe God over you any day of the week. Because I want to see what God sees, not what you see. Amen or oh me? Good stuff. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. He that comes to God must do what? Did it say must see? must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. You've got to want this man. I want to see what God sees. And guys, there's so much to see without making up mess. The church today is full of the latest little gimmick. There's so much to see.
when you open God's Word. I'm going down memory lane again. When I got saved, Hellraiser, God started working in my life. What do I mean by that? Well, I was going to church. I was hearing something I'd never heard before. I started hearing some scripture. I stopped using the filthy language I'd been using. Not perfect, but I was getting better. And I got me a life verse. 1 John 3, 2. Beloved, now we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know when He appears, we'll be like Him. For we'll see Him as He is. See, as a young man, I didn't know what I'd be. I thought I was nothing, could do nothing, and be nothing. But that Scripture showed me, Gary, Gary, you're going to be something for me, son. Okay? You keep following me. And that's what I did. And then early in my marriage, it got ugly. Early on. And I was hurt. And not long after that, my dad died of a stroke in his sleep one night. Sixty years old. Not long after that, my mother was murdered. And seeing through God's eyes is a progression. So 1 John 3, 2 was where it started. But then when Mama was murdered, my life first became Romans 8, 28. We know, say it with me if you know it, that all things work together for good to them who love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. That was my mama's verse. I took that as my verse from then. Now here's the point. How can your mama be murdered and good come from that? Are you kidding me? It's been one of my main messages my whole life. Giving people hope about heaven and that, that you can make it. And mom's with the Lord. It also opened up a whole avenue for me to be strong against abuse. You hear me or not? And to really value women. and to, It just changed everything for me, guys. Are you listening? And Mama's in heaven today. She's, it also, because of that, I see her in heaven. I see with eyes that God sees. She's in heaven today. Mom's having church with us right now. Do you all know that? Yes or no? we got some serious Internet going on. This is good stuff. Mama is cheering us on. A fellow this morning out there on the, on the courtyard waited to talk with me. I put my arm around him. He's hurting. He's hurting so bad. He lost his wife to cancer. He's hurting. I knew her. I put my arm around him. I said, this is how Mama is with, with Kathy right now. they there looking at us. You might say, Clark, where do you get this stuff? The Bible says we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. It's in the Scriptures. I didn't make this junk up. You think I can make this stuff up? Say, I'm from Rockingham. Listen, that word means that they are there cheering us on. Do you see your loved one? You see what I'm saying? So that became my life first. Then through struggles later on, a few years ago, man, God's just, then He now has helped me to know that I matter. Do you see when you see what God sees, you can just keep moving? Yes or no? Beautiful things. It's gorgeous. So God has the best vision. Thank you for listening to me. I'm just trying to lay the groundwork here. 
I'm going to close with this letter. Not the whole letter. I hardly ever use letters. I used it one other time years ago. These folks listened to me on the radio. They came down from Bradenton the first time to hear me. And uh, they were a, a black couple. They became some of my dearest friends and still are to this day. But to hear him tell the story how scared he was coming down River Road. <laughs> You've never been down River Road. It's a crazy road. You hear what I'm saying? It looks like you go into nowhere land to hear some crazy man on the radio. How stupid is that? But anyway, they came. They were with us at the high school for many years. He served in our, in our nation's military for years as a, as a lawyer. And uh, she was a lead nurse, I think, at Sarasota Hospital. People of, uh, you know, some smarts and hard work. So they were with us in this building. And after we got in this building, she wrote me this letter about vision. And I'm not saying this to puff me up. I'm just giving you what she said. She says, Gary, your vision was God's vision and a man who chose to avail his heart unselfishly and completely to the Lord. I did not avail myself unselfishly and completely to the Lord. During our whole time at the, when we were at the high school, I struggled just like you struggle. You hear me, yes or no? And that's the good news. <laughs> that's the good news. God loves us even when we've fallen short, baby. Amen. Say, even when we're screwing it up. Can we thank him for that? Come on, that's some good stuff. Never was about how good I was. Are you kidding me? But I appreciate her saying that. She said, your faith and determination seemed downright crazy at first. But God reminded me of the stories in the Bible where people did the, miracu- the, the ridiculous to achieve the outrageous. I was reminded of Abraham, this is her writing, who had finally received the son God promised, yet he was prepared to destroy him at risk of losing all his promised dreams. And because of his faith and obedience to God, his son was what? Spared. And Abraham became the father of a what? Mighty nation. Did that happen? Like Just like God said it would? Abraham couldn't see it, but he believed it, and it happened. Noah, who built a crazy-looking ship on dry land, was laughed at and mocked, but ultimately he saved mankind during the flood. Who's laughing now? Look crazy to everybody. Seeing what God sees is the right path. Esther, a foreigner who risked death by entering the Persian king's court unannounced, humbly changing the mind of that king which saved her people, the Jews. You understand? For such a time as this, she believed God. Moses, who led the people to freedom across the desert and the sea after battling the Egyptians with God's power and a wooden staff. How stupid that looked. Did they get across? Seeing as God sees. Are you hearing me or not? It's all through the Bible. David, a scrawny, ruddy young teen killing the giant with one shot using a small, smooth stone while Saul's entire... Mighty soldiers stood there trembling in their heavy armor. Did Goliath go down? Are you hearing me or not? 
Every one of these had to believe. They had to see it as God saw it. Finally, and among so many other examples she's writing, let's not forget Joshua. Bringing the walls of Jericho down by marching and shouting. No arrows required. The list in the Bible goes on and on and on. I want to be in that number. How about you? I want to see what God sees. And God's blessed me, guys. He's allowed me to do it. Not all the time. I still come up way short. I still lack faith. But I thank thank Him that He works with people like me. Amen? Say Proverbs 28, 29, 18, she quotes it. Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keeps the law happy is he. Look at Isaiah 32, 8. But the noble make noble plans, and by noble deeds they stand. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Say that one with me. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will Make your path straight or direct your paths. Finally, Philippians 4.13, say that one with me. This is seeing as God sees. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Why have you got to say, but you don't understand? Why have you got to follow up God's Word with your big butt? Excuse me, that was ugly. Why do we do that? We do it because we don't have vision. We're not saying, Lord, apprehend me supernaturally so that I can see the way you see. There's another way to live. Amen? And this ain't cuckoo land. She writes a vision's a bridge between the present and the future. Those without vision spend their lives taking the path of least resistance as they try to avoid discomfort. These are her words. I like them. She says, Gary, if you had not stayed the course, your vision would have become nothing more than a pipe dream. Instead, we all got to see and partake in the power of God's strength, working in all of us through what? Faith, making that vision ours. Reality too. Habakkuk 2. Then the Lord answered and said, Record the vision, inscribe it on tables, that the one who reads it may run. Her writing, Gary, me, and that verse was you, because God chose you to receive the vision. Also, the one who reads it was us, because we believed it, and we ran with it. And here we are today, standing in its result. I don't like to do this, but it's her letter, I'm doing it. You've inspired many. And especially me to keep believing, to never give up. And that no matter what challenges I face in my personal and professional life, I can also do all things in Christ who gives me the strength. Thanks for helping me believe. Love your sister in Christ. Nita. She might be watching. Let's thank the Lord just in case she is. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Roger, am I done? Let's quit right there. We've got a whole message on the other side of that, and we're going to do that next week. God has the best vision, part two. Got it? But we laid the groundwork. Thank you for listening today. A little bit of personal stuff, but that's the way it goes. Amen? Let's thank the Lord for His Word today. Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen.